warning. The program you're about to hear is absolutely filthy and thoroughly disgusting. Furthermore, listening to it will immediately turn you into a bottom. Bottom. Listen, when, when it's messy, it's a problem for everyone in the room. Correct. All ten of them. I'm proud to declare the Adam Sank Show and his ass open to the wind. Ass open to the wind. This is fuckery. <laughs> this is all fuckery. <laughs> fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... Give a warm round of applause to my friend and yours, Adam Sank. Yes, welcome to the Adam Sank Show, biatches. We are not live, but it's a brand new episode. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern, Saturday, September 17th, in that great year of 2022, at dnrstudios.com and the DNR Cast app, those are the only places you can hear this goddamn podcast throughout the week that it first airs. If you listen anywhere else, be a pal and leave us your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or whichever audio platform you use. Email me, me, at adam at adamsank.com. By the way, um, I'm back to putting uh, episodes on Spotify. Uh, I still hate Spotify, and I still hate the Joe Rogan show. But you know what? That boycott was not doing anyone any good. And I had several listeners tell me that Spotify is where they listen to podcasts, and they weren't able to get our show anymore. So it's back. Uh, like the Facebook page. Get your ass merchandise at adamsank.com. Call our hotline anytime you want, 804-TALK-ASS. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we may play it on the air. Get vaccinated and boosted and stand with Ukraine. We are uh, continuing our trend of having hilarious comedians whom we love on the show. And this week it is Irene Bremis. She's been on the show multiple times. She's funny. She's gorgeous. She's got great tits. And uh, we'll be speaking to her a little later in the hour. But first, everyone's favorite chubby chorizo is back, Mr. Steve Cesaro. Hello. Steve. Hey, pal. Welcome, pal. <laughs> Steve, I, I can see that you're still flushed and flustered over oh our last guest, Kevin Israel. He is gorgeous. And now that I know he's got this hairy bush, I just want to pick through it and get to what I want. Does that really turn you on, the, the, the fact that he's got a hairy bush? Not a big bush. I need it to be trimmed a little bit, but he was. Listeners, go look him up. He is a very sexy straight daddy. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Really one of my favorite Those straight guys. guys. One of my favorite gay guys is J.B. Bercy. And uh, he's here with us. Hey. That was such a good segue. Good segue, uh, right? I, I appreciate that so much. Welcome, J.B. <laughs> you know, I do have to call out J.B. for a second. Please. And he's already heard this. But I have to let the listeners know my appreciation. My um, brain doesn't work in a linear way. So when I get an idea, I have to write it down so that I can circle back to it when Adam is finished talking about whatever. If I so, ever finish. If he ever finishes talking. <laughs> and JB noticed that I always grab a pen and I always take notes so that I can talk about what I'm thinking. And for the past few weeks, JB has had pens ready for me at my station in the studio. And I didn't know if it was him. And I asked him today and it was. So JB, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because I also use pens. So I, like, <laughs> I help a bitch out. So thank you. And I pointed out that I have never had a pen at my station. And JB was like, do you ever use a pen? And I was like, no, no, I don't. Thank you. So he really does uh, pay attention to us. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> um, so Steve and I, uh, shortly after this episode, actually, let's see. Yes, shortly after this episode airs, yeah. we will be heading into the woods. No, shortly after last week's episode airs. Yes. Kevin Israel. We are heading. Where are we heading, JB? Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. 
has. And now Steve has been to the woods many times, as you know, but this is my first time. I'm a woods virgin. Steve, what can I expect? Well, this it, it, the season is getting a little bit colder. So during the day, uh, a brisk 70 degrees at the woods is actually very hot. And you'll see what I mean when I get there. So we will be sweating during the day. But at night, it's allegedly in the low 50s, high 40s. So it'll be like a real camping experience. It'll be cold. We'll have to keep each other warm. We'll have to find other bears and natural things in the woods to keep us warm. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. Well, we'll I'm excited. And while we're there, and you have to remind me yeah. that we can't forget to do this. No. Uh, while we're there, we need to record our acceptance speech for the yes. podcast awards because whether you win or lose, you have to uh, submit the acceptance video because the ceremony is live, but the acceptance speeches are pre-taped. So if we win, they'll just hit our tape. They'll play it. So we're going to do like a Blair Witch Project thing where we're being chased <laughs> through the woods by someone that we think is going to kill us. But really, they just are going to tell us that we won the podcast award. <laughs> <laughs> That's so corny. I love it. <laughs> no, I work so hard on this fucking video every like, time we're nominated, and you no really, one ever sees it. You really do. Like, every year he does this. It's always a theme. All right, last year it was him and Ryan in bed. Oh my god. Yeah. One year we were in the shower. One year we were in bed. It's a whole thing. It's but a whole yes, thing. Uh, we will have to do that uh, at some point uh, over the weekend. So wait, but you say no one sees them. You post them on Instagram, so people. Like I do actually. I post them on social media, and then everyone's like. Congratulations. And I'm like, read the caption. We didn't Did win. win. Yeah. But here's this funny video. Shade. <laughs> well, leading our topics this week is uh, Sanjaya. Hey, Sanjaya. Sanjaya continues to make news solely because of the Adam Sank show. Come on, Adam Sank. He has seen a burst of notoriety following his recent uh, coming out as bisexual on our show in a recent chat with TMZ. Uh, Sanjaya revealed that he plans to help LGBTQ youth however he can. He wants to help queer teens through the pressures that he himself faced. Um, what's interesting about this story on TMZ is when they interviewed him, he reached out to me and he's like, I just had what I think is a really good interview with TMZ. He's like, maybe they'll write something nice about me for once. Aww. And if you Google Sanjaya TMZ, like they have shat all over this child for years. They had so many nasty stories about him, and this one is like 100% positive. Good. Um, he says he plans to make public appearances to discuss his story as a queer youth and offer advice for youth for navigating that time in life. He wants to participate in fundraisers for LGBTQ situations. Um, he says he, uh, he shared with TMZ messages he received from fans after his coming out on our show. One of them wrote, you're a warrior in spirit. Your ambition and story isn't over or written. Ready to see you do big things down the line. Don't give up. Um, another well-wisher named Mikey, uh, who identifies as the co-founder and secretary of the Bisexual Queer Alliance of Chicago, mm. he wrote to Sanjaya, thank you for you and your art. Um, the Idol alum says, in the end, he wants his main message to be that no one can navigate your sexuality but you. So I am thrilled and proud, and I take full credit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you deserve full credit for everything that's happening in this man's life right now, for this turnaround. I'll take it. Because like, if it wasn't for that interview, like you said, your interview, he had nothing to, he, nothing to do, no plans. And now she has plans. Well, I mean, he does have a, an active TikTok that he had been um, 
contributing to long before he was on our yes, show. But, I mean, but like yeah, he definitely put him back in the yeah, limelight. She, she's being more active in what she wants. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, so, so good yeah. for you. Yeah. Adam. Thank you. Where's my applause? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. In other news, have either of you ever heard of the author Nora Roberts? I have, but I don't know why. No. I didn't really recognize her name, but apparently she's like a Danielle Steele or a Jackie Collins. She's a highly popular writer of, um, you know, romance fiction for women. Uh, And she just did something awesome. She donated $50,000 to a, a small library in Michigan that had been defunded uh, because of the inclusion of an LGBTQ book. Roberts, who is 71 years old, is the author of more than 225 novels. Oh, my God. Uh, she has sold more than half a billion copies. What? So what happened was this Patmos Library in Jamestown Township, Michigan, which is a perfect name for like a fucking right-wing wacky town, Jamestown, um, in August, voters in that town rejected a ballot measure to renew a property tax that would fund the library. This tax pays for 84% of the library's uh, budget, which is $245,000. Um, and because of this vote that the town did, the library would have run out of public money next year in 2023. This is all because of a book called Gender Queer. It's a graphic novel written by Maya Kobabi, and it's about coming to terms with sexual identity. It's written for ages 14 and up. It was in the adult section, but one parent denounced it as pornography and said it shouldn't be in the library at all. That sparked a riot among conservative, not an actual riot, it sparked a, 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 a brouhaha among conservative residents um, who overtook school board meetings and demanded the removal of multiple LGBTQ-themed books from library shelves. The library's director was harassed. She resigned. Then her replacement followed her out the door. I mean, this is like a scary fucking shit. Wow. This is full-on hands, Handmaid's Tale. So somebody launched this GoFundMe to support the library, and... As I said, Nora Roberts donated $50,000 to it, but she said, you know, I would have donated more, but that was the limit that GoFundMe will accept. She said, if you need more, let me know. I'll make up the rest. Wow. So like, thank you, Nora Roberts. Yeah. These people are ass backwards. They're like, insane. Yeah, like, if, if it wasn't for books like Elin Harris, I would have never understood about being gay and being black and gay. And those books were in my public library. I got to explore myself more and understand myself. Like, Will you remind me that I want to get E. Lynn Harris on the show? I've been no, thinking he, this for years. I think, I think he's died. He died? Yeah, years ago. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I love his books, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me Google and double check, but I'm pretty Fact sure check. he died. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh? But yeah, you're right, JB. I mean, listen, anytime you're talking about banning books... Uh, you're in very, very dangerous territory. And this is happening all over the country, not just in one little Michigan town. Oh, he is dead. Don't they talk about that? Like that. In school, in like social studies, they say once people start banning books, you know, things are bad. Fascism is coming. Yeah, like they, it, we were taught it in the schools everywhere and it's part of social studies. The idea that information is dangerous. Yes. 
is in itself of such a dangerous concept. And the fact that they, this poor librarian, yeah, for, for just both for doing her job, both of them <laughs> were run out the door by this insane fucking town. What the fuck? So, um, like, how do books hurt? I, it gives you a paper cut. That's it. But what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, you could drop it on your dick if it's a really heavy book. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I lie. I can, you can murder someone or on with your a book, face. <laughs> but like, they're made for educational purposes. And again, it was in the proper section where it's supposed to be. It wasn't like hanging right in the, the adult section. section. Yeah. yeah. Even so, if it was in the, the kids section, who the fuck cares? If a kid isn't queer, they're not going to become queer because of reading a no. book. No. Don't we know that by now? So anyway, Nora Roberts is a hero, and I, I'd like to see more authors and celebrities doing this. We really need um, people who are in positions of prominence to stand up right now and lead yeah. because this country's in serious trouble. Meanwhile, serious. Have you serious exam? Meanwhile, have either of you ever watched Peppa Pig? I love Peppa Pig because she's a shady little bitch. Did you see the video, Can You Whistle? No. And her friend can whistle, and she's pissed, so she hangs up the phone on her. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Again, I had little sisters. So <laughs> Can you whistle? So they would watch the Nickelodeon stuff, and Pepper Pig was one of the things they loved. And she is, you're right, she is such a shady cut. so shady. I love it. I love it so much. Shut up, cut! <laughs> now, Pe Peppa Pig has been around since 2004, so remind me how old both of you were in 2004. I was 24. No, 24? I was in my twenties. Still in high school. No way. Wait. No, you'd be in your forties no, now. I was eighteen. Steve. I was eighteen. I was eighteen. And you were how old, Jimmy? I was still in high school. I, I don't remember the age, but you said twenty. Two thousand four. Well, two thousand four. I graduated till two thousand eleven. So never mind. I was in middle school. Math was wrong. So this was on TV when you were a child. Yeah, but I didn't watch it while I was a child. I watched it. You were aware of it. No. Oh, I didn't know about it until my sisters came. Well, in any case, I was 33, so I really don't know what this is, although I've heard Ryan refer to Peppa Pig. Anyway, Peppa Pig has introduced its first same-sex couple. In an episode broadcast on September 6th, Peppa is joined by her classmates Susie Sheep, Danny Dog, uh, and Penny Polar Bear as they start drawing pictures of their family. Penny Polar Bear draws two female polar bears in dresses before turning to Peppa and saying, I'm Penny Polar Bear. I live with my mummy and my other mummy. One mummy is a doctor and one mummy cooks spaghetti. I love spaghetti. Aww. Uh, so it, this is not only the first same-sex couple to appear on Peppa Pig, but probably the first same-sex polar bear couple ever. <laughs> 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 Until you go to the woods, where you'll meet many political couples. <laughs> <laughs> this move comes two years after a petition demanding a same-sex parent family on Peppa Pig. That petition gained more than 23,000 signatures, and it, it read, Children watching Peppa Pig are at an impressionable age, and excluding same-sex families will teach them that only families with either a single parent or two parents of different sexes are normal. This means that children... Okay, we know what this means. Um, uh, although there has been um, backlash from homophobes on social media, there's also been a lot of positive reaction. Um, one person wrote, the lesbians in question are polar bears. <laughs> if you're struggling to explain lesbians but can fully hop on board with talking domesticated polar bears who live in human-like houses, then I think you're the problem. 
Peppa Pig's new characters come three years after uh, Mr. Ratburn got married to a man in the animated series Vi- uh, Arthur, which went viral for paving the way for LGBTQ inclusivity on children's TV. I forgot about that. I love Arthur. I remember there was big news when that happened. I was like, oh, shit, I'm too old to care, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Previously, Peppa Pig had shown... Uh, you know, some sort of affection for LGBTQ people. It released a queer anthem called Rainbow Rainbow in its first album. Um, so, you know, as we follow that story, uh, we follow the Nora Roberts story with that story, you can see that it just continues to be one step forward, one step back. <laughs> two steps forward. Two steps back. <laughs> we go together because I'm just attracting, you know. Such a good song. It ain't just a matter of fact. I loved that song. Is that Paula? Great video, Paula yeah. Abdul. Do you know this, JB? I know the Family Guy version. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and What's I'm just like a cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I do love Peppa Pig. We have to find that clip so that listeners can hear how shady Peppa Pig is. Can you whistle? Click. <laughs> so... We had Emma Wilman on the show a couple weeks ago, which, by the way, was a terrific episode. If, yes. If you guys listen, if, if anyone's listening out of order and you haven't heard the Emma Wilman episode, go back and listen, because not only was Emma a terrific guest, but the three of us were hilarious. Yeah. We were on fire that day, <laughs> if I may say so myself. Um, but Emma mentioned, because we asked her who her celebrity crush was, and she said, well, it was Demi Lovato, and now I'm over her. And I was like, them. And Emma was like, nope, she's back to being her. Now, I didn't know this, and apparently neither did Steve or JB, so I uh, did some research, and apparently it happened on August 2nd. Demi Lovato once again changed her pronouns two months after updating her pronouns to uh, they, them. She added she, her. She recently spoke on a podcast about what led to the decision. She said, yeah, so they, them is dot, dot, dot. I've actually adopted the pronouns of she, her again. Lovato continued, for me, I'm such a fluid person. I felt like, especially last year, my energy was balanced in my masculine and feminine energy so that when I was faced with the choice of walking into a bathroom and it said women or men, I didn't feel like there was a bathroom for me because I didn't feel necessarily like a woman. I didn't feel like a man. I just felt human. That's what they, them is about for me. It's just about like human, feeling human at your core. Recently, I've been feeling more feminine, so I've adopted she, her again. But I think what's important is, like, nobody's perfect. Everyone messes up pronouns at some point, especially when people are learning. It's all about respect. Hmm. Listen. (laughs) I think maybe it's better if Demi Lovato just stopped talking about herself for a while. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's just too much. And it's confusing, to people, and I don't think she's 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 doing any service to non-binary people out there with this constant shifting and changing. People are annoyed enough yeah. having to remember non-binary pronouns for people. They don't understand it. They don't like it. They're they're trying their best to do it, and then you fucking change it again. Yeah. It's like these things shouldn't be fluid. In other words, once you decide who you are. And you announce it, especially when you're a celebrity, well, just stay there. Isn't the argument <laughs> that you don't decide who you are, you just are? And so if she is 
non-binary and she has decided that she's going to be her true self, which is that, then doesn't it feel a little bit more like she's playing the attention game versus being her authentic self? Or am I? I, I think the whole thing's it? an attention game. Yeah. I and I just think it it leads to. I mean, I'm trying to support non-binary people here in saying this. I think this leads to ridicule. Oh, absolutely. And sort of not taking non-binary people seriously. Yeah. Um, and she herself says, uh, she said, look, if you misgender me, that's okay. I accidentally misgender myself sometimes. It's a huge trans transition to change the pronouns I've used for my entire life. It's difficult to remember sometimes. She said that back in 2021. Um, meanwhile, and this is, this is the bottom line, she's currently gearing up for the release of her eighth studio album <laughs> called Holy Fuck. <laughs> what are my pronouns? <laughs> and so that's what this is. Uh -huh. JB's rolling his eyes. I mean, what is this, JB? Okay, because I had my old, I guess, gender identity thing. Oh, I didn't know and, this. Well, yeah, I, I don't consider myself a man nor a woman. I, I like to be referred as she, but then sometimes I refer to she. It's very confusing for me. I'm talking to my therapist about this. JB, this is breaking yeah. news. Yeah, so I like when, when, I, when I had... Do I have money to get my hair done and my nails done? I felt pretty. I felt nice. And that's what, that Aww. was my feeling towards it. It was like, I get I get what Demi's saying, but then also it's attention-seeking. So, sis, figure the fuck out. Side note, I found the Pepper Pig clip. It's a minute and four seconds. I don't know if Adam, you... Well, can we hear like 30 seconds of it? All right, let me... I'm, but then I'm, I want to go back to you being yeah. non-binary. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, okay, so because uh, I have to look for that part with exactly what you're talking oh. about because it's a couple seconds in. Yeah. So I'll look for it. So I'll talk about me being non-binary for a second. Yeah. I, uh, it just would you like us to use different pronouns for you? I, you guys respect me. Uh, it doesn't matter because yeah, that, that's my whole feeling towards it. It's like it doesn't matter, but I personally don't feel like a he. Huh. All the time. Well, um, you know that you're welcome to dress and style yourself in any way that makes you feel happy. Like, you certainly will be fully accepted by us. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not the issue. It's more confident in myself. I don't, I don't feel like if I want to wear the clothes I want to wear, I don't want to have to fight all the time. Right, mm, right. And that's also a pain in the ass. Like, I remember when I was getting my hair done, I had long braids. I would just have to fight people on the train for my hair. And it was just like... Because they would ridicule you? Yeah, and I look at this faggot. I'm like, yo, sir, it's seven in the fucking morning. Right. Like, why? Right. So, yeah. I remember in that documentary, um, Disclosure, I remember Laverne Cox talking about in the early days of her transition. Mm -hmm. She's like, I could not get on a subway train without the entire train laughing at me. Like, Aww. it takes fucking bravery yeah. to express yourself in a non-traditional gender way. Yeah. Um, particularly, I would think, in the black community, because there's so much homophobia and transphobia. Yeah, and, like, perfect example, uh, Memorial Day weekend was just last weekend. I hung out with my family. Like, I can't, I can't be myself with them. Not even, like, the self I want to be. Like, again, some of them, most of them don't even know I'm, like, all of them don't even know I'm gay. So I can't even be, like, the gay fag I want to be and twerk up a storm. Or, like, my cousin invited some beautiful, fine cops at the barbecue. And I just wanted to flirt with them. And I couldn't even flirt with them because, you know why? My cousins are there. And, mm -hmm. and, and faggotry is wrong. But also, you hate cops. 
I know, but they were so fine, and they were worth the fuck shit. <laughs> JB, like, look at you going back on everything you believe in for some not, hot day. Not really, dick. not really, because I, I had to listen to their conversation. I couldn't be part of the conversation because I would be too faggotry. But I had to listen to their conversation <laughs> to see where their mind's at. And two out of the three had their minds right, and I, I was really fucked up. I was ready. In other words, you could tell that they were like coming from a good place. Yeah. By the way, you don't read even gay to me. Like if I didn't know you were gay and didn't do this podcast with you, if I just like met you casually on the street, I wouldn't think you were gay. Yeah, I heard that my whole life. <laughs> Is, my it, whole does that life. upset you? I don't know. It it helps when I need to just not be bothered in life, for right. sure. Mm. But then it also makes it weird because when people look at me shoot they just see this big burly man think i'm gonna attack them right especially women like have you ever been in full drag i've tried like i i feel comfortable i like being awake but i don't like shaving my face right i was just wondering that because i'm I'm like yeah he's got a heavy beard i want you to come in with like I want your braids. I want the nails. I want. I want to see you as as your true you. Yeah. Or, I mean, this is your true you, but as the you you see yourself as. I don't. It's just because I have my indoor hair is terrible and gets scratchy. So like, mm. might as well just have the beard. Jordana Bercy. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for sharing this with yeah. us. And Actually, uh, I kind of like my name, JB. I, I think I'm glad I found it. It's very. It's, it's neutral. neutral. Yeah. Right. All right. So, well, we learned something important and new about JB today. Yeah. And, Where's uh, the applause? He just gave us yes. his applause. Just know that you're in a safe space, and we accept you for whoever and whatever you are. Yeah. Okay, so I hope it's in the last 15 seconds, so that's why I queued up the video okay. for Okay, let's listen to Peppa Pig. Can you whistle, Susie? No. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, that's sad if you can't whistle. But good, because I can't whistle. What's whistling anyway? You put your lips together and blow. Like this. (laughs) (laughs) Blow, Peppa. That's funny. It's so good. I didn't even know she was British. Yeah, she is. This explains why it's like mummy, her mummy and her Mm -hmm. other mummy. Um, Well, speaking of stars promoting their projects while also uh, bringing attention to serious causes, Billy Eichner was on the MTV Video Awards on August 28th, and he was there to, you know, present and to promote his upcoming movie, Bros, which I'm very excited about. It's the first uh, gay rom-com to get a major studio release. But as he was uh, promoting it and standing on stage at the VMAs, he made a political statement. Take a listen. I need you all there in theaters on September 30th because we need to show all the homophobes like Clarence Thomas... And all the homophobes on the Supreme Court that we want gay love stories. And we support LGBTQ people. And we are not letting them drag us back into the last century because they are in the past. And bros is the future. So it would have been more powerful if he hadn't promoted his movie as he was making this statement. But I fully support celebrities doing this at award shows. I think every celebrity, like it pisses me off that every person winning an Oscar doesn't go, thank you so much for this honor. Thank you to my castmates. Trump lost. He fucking lost. Get over it. Like every famous person needs to use their pulpit to like correct the constant and incessant stream of misinformation and hatred and bigotry and stupidity 
I, we need more people to do that. And, and I'm sure there were millions of people who watched the MTV Video Awards who don't even know who fucking Clarence Thomas is, don't know what the Supreme Court does. But maybe they Googled it yeah. because of Eichner. And maybe they're going to do something about it now. Do you know? I love it. I, first of all, I might not know. He's gay or no? Of course. He is? Yes. When did I miss this memo? He's always been gay. What a, what a cute little homosexual. Like, he looks very tall, but that's okay. Um, but yes, I also agree with what you're saying. Um, I think it's it's great that he did it. A little awkward that he's like, bros is the future, which is weird. But um, good for her. I like it. He also says it's the first uh, studio film where every role is played by an openly LGBTQ actor. Nice. Now, also, I think it's the way he said it because bro, uh, the boys, other bros. I don't know. It's just the, the name, the title of the movie is sounds so straight. And then him promoting it. Yeah, it's just it's a weird feeling. Trying uh, to get those straight people in the, in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of what the – I don't know exactly the premise, the premise of, of the movie. But, like, it, it, they're, I think it, they're very bro-y guys yeah. who fall in love with each other. I think <laughs> that's the premise. Um, he, got, he got into a bit of trouble on social media because he was slamming other LGBTQ movies that have been direct to streaming, saying like most of them have been shit. Yeah. And then fans of uh, jo- Joel Kim Booster were like, excuse me, Fire Island was not oh. shit. It was a landmark movie that was direct to streaming um, that also starred uh, pretty, pretty much everyone in that movie was, was gay. Um, and everyone was like, fuck you, Billy Eichner. And he like had to apologize. And then Joel Kim Booster himself, who was away when all this <laughs> broke down, he was like, holy shit, I haven't been on my phone. I didn't know all this is going down. <laughs> He's like, listen, I love Billy Eichner. He's always supported me. I support him. No yeah. hard feelings. So he was absolved for his misstatement. <laughs> Good for Billy. Meanwhile, um, on a recent episode of Celebrity Family Feud, the question was, what's better at a gay bar? Name something that's better at a gay bar than other bars. When I first saw this, I was like, whoa, because I've always found Steve Harvey to be very homophobic. I feel mm-hmm. like when, on that show, especially whenever there's any suggestion of something gay, he does that stupid face where he turns to the camera like mm-hmm. he's totally disgusted and just does like a slow burn. And I don't know if he's really homophobic or not, but I hate that he uses homophobia to get laughs. Or like the fourth wall, yeah. It's like, ugh. But anyway, he must have, he must not have such a problem with it, or maybe he has no control over what the questions are. Maybe the writers come up with it. But this was a weird. Celebrity Family Feud. It was Kristen Chenoweth versus Kathy Najimy, and then both of them were with the cast of a reality show that has nothing oh. to do with them. Like one of them was with the cast of Summer House, and one was with the cast of some other random. Uh, it made no sense to yeah. me. So, celebrity in quotes. I don't know. You're about to hear a clip, and I don't know who either of the guys are. <laughs> They're not celebrities to me. But um, here's how the game started. Take a listen. Seven answers on the board. Name something that's better at a gay bar than other bars. <laughs> Dad. Sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me that slow burn. Come on. <laughs> You're going to be standing over there next to Kristen in a minute. <laughs> Sex. Oh. Josh. Drinks. Drinks. Wow. Yes. By the way, he did do that 
disgusted, slow burn look after the guy said sex. And he said, you're going to be standing over there with Kristen. In other words, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. So fuck you, Steve Harvey. He's such a dick and he's reputed to be a major dick. But anyway, uh, if you're interested in what the top seven answers were. Yes. Well, first of all, what do you guys think? Take some guesses. My first one would be drinks because we all know the gay poor is a real thing. Mm -hmm. So that's mine. What else? That was actually number five. Mm. Um, I would say music, atmosphere. Um, mm. That's it. That's all I got. So here are the top seven answers. Wait, what's your first answer? Your oh, answer. I would have said, I mean, everything. I hate straight bars. I think they're so tedious. Traveling outside of New York and having to go to a bar, and this is my own insecurities, is the most terrifying thing. I'm in constant fear that I'm about to get beat up. And I'm yeah, like, me so too. Used to me too. But I'm also bars. not a fan of gay bars either at this point in my yeah. life, except for the Eagle. Okay, sorry. But anyway, here oh, are yes. the top seven answers. Number seven, the bathrooms. <laughs> Didn't even occur to me. Number six, performances slash drag. I, that would be my number one, I think. Number five, the food. Number four, the, the dancing. Mm -hmm. Number three, the drinks slash mojitos. I guess mojitos was a specific number one answer. Number two, people slash hot men. <laughs> A woman right there. I mean, there's no question that men are better looking at a gay bar than yeah. a straight bar. And then number one answer is the music. Yeah. Weird to me that music was number one and dancing was number four. Like, oh, so I will got number one answer and we will play. Mm. <laughs> uh, Queerty says, we have to agree that the music in gay bars is generally better. But oh, yeah. we do wonder if some of the other answers fall back on certain stereotypes. Who cares? <laughs> um, mojitos though that's new i mean that's a cocktail like no one's gonna sit in the back and make mojitos in the middle of a gay bar like you're gonna have your vodka soda or your tequila soda yeah you're right but but straight girls would order mojitos so it was a straight person probably i mean it's the top 100 people surveyed they're not gonna all be mm, gay most yeah. of them are gonna be straight um also in that episode one of the questions was after the lips what is your favorite part of a man to kiss his booty hole. Kristen, that's what Kristen Chenoweth said. <laughs> she said it rhymes with heinous. <laughs> Shockingly, that answer was not on the board. I love Kristen Chenoweth. She's my new favorite like, gal pal. Sex should be on the board, plus that should be on the board. The, the ask some of the wrong people. Kissing his anus. Um, and finally, before we go to our guest interview, and I hope the guest is ready, uh, there was a very, very funny Twitter thread that happened uh, a couple weeks back. A guy named Rob on Twitter, uh, you can find him at Warspog, S-P-O-G. Um, hold on, Irene is texting me as I'm trying to do this story. Um, he wrote, Hulu needs to break into the Netflix and chill market. I think they should form an alliance with Astroglide and start shipping out Hulube. <laughs> With each monthly subscription, Hulu. So then Astroglide responded and said, Hulu, you in? And Hulu wrote back, I'm all the way in. <laughs> so this got a lot of attention. And clearly, whoever's doing the social media at Hulu deserves a gold star. Um, but many gays on the Adam Sanctuary Facebook page were complaining that it was Astroglide because they were like, that's the worst Disgusting. fucking lube. It is bad, right? It's bad. And I always feel like the person that uses Astroglide probably wants to use a condom. And I'm like, you're just gross. Get out. <laughs> Why does one go with the other? Because they're old, antiquated ways of having sexual relations. That's why. <laughs> so say it, the whore. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, yeah, I mean, I can't even remember the last time I used Astroglide. I'm solely a coconut oil girl these days. You know, I've had sex with coconut oil. I think I still prefer the um, synthetic stuff that you can't get out of your sheets because that stuff never tears. Like gun oil? Yeah, gun oil is great. No, no, no. You have to hook up with Dear Not Sponsored uh, Boy Butter. I love oh, I don't like boy it's, butter. I love their clear loop. Too, it's That's too tacky. For yeah, me. it's too thick. And it's, is she good? Uh, I don't see any sound levels coming out, so I'm gonna have to call her. Irene, uh, Irene, say something. No. Yeah, Irene, no. unmute yourself if you can hear us. Take your mute off. It's on the screen. Irene. Irene. That's fine. I'll just call her. Don't worry. About it. Just give me five seconds. I'll. Do you have her call. number? Mm-hmm. You know what else about this gay bathroom thing I was thinking about, too? Last night I went out to dinner in uh, Pauling, which is upstate New York. There was totally cocaina on the edge of the toilet. And I was like, what? Now, the question is, first of all, how do you know it's (laughs) cocaine? And second of all, did you do it? I thought about it for a second because I'm like, I'm a little tired right now. But then I thought, Steve, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not Can you imagine doing a stranger's cocaine oh, off a toilet seat? Absolutely not. No. It was, it was a really stupid fleeting thought. But I was shocked that in upstate New York, in a very straight establishment, there was cocaine on the toilet. You know, sometimes I'll be walking around. This is not uncommon in New York City. And I'll find a little bag, a little plasticine bag of white powder on the ground. And I'm like, <laughs> should I try this? It's happened to me before where I've... It's but I never do. I always throw it away because I'm like, I can't. What if this is like fentanyl heroin or fentanyl or meth? Like, I don't want to fucking. It's just not a good idea. It's. I mean, would you pick up like a sandwich off the street and bite into it? Listen, the the quality of New York okay. City but, white oh, powder. I see my levels are working now. Awesome. Oh, I can hear her. Hello. Hooray. Okay. All right, let's go. Awesome. Let's do it. Okay. Our, our, okay all right, stop Bye. talking, Irene. Our guest today <laughs> Our guest today is an ass favorite. She performed stand-up all over the country and came out with a hilarious comedy album in 2019 entitled Unladylike. Here's a taste of the comedy stylings of Irene Brown. Kevin Jelly and Rocco, lovely guy. Who's like, Irene, I hope you don't take this the wrong way because I mean it as a friggin' compliment. Anybody ever tell you? You're a cross between Adina Menzel and Caitlyn Jenner. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, what is that? Wicked scary? <laughs> and not because she's transgender, that doesn't have anything. Because she's a fucking Republican. How are you going to be trying to be a Republican? You're silly. What? How the fuck are you going to dress like Jews for Hitler? It doesn't make any fucking sense. And please give a warm ass welcome to the hilarious Irene Bremis. Oh my God. <laughs> Irene, I'm so happy to have your... uh... Oh, my God, sweetie. It hurts me that I'm not there so I can give you the ceremonial slap on the ass. And I was enjoying the intro with the gay bar. Uh, What are the benefits? (laughs) I've got a few add-ons, if you don't mind. Please. Just jumping into it. Tell us. I think top of the list is... there's less rape. I think maybe we should go with that. For starters, less rape. Let's Cer- that certainly in. less rape of women. Yeah, of women, definitely. Uh, there's uh, staggeringly hot, hard asses, okay? Mm-hmm. You never find those lovely asses in a straight bar. They're usually very depressed asses. They kind of hang low. Right. They look like flaccid, unhappy cheeks. Um, and then there's, of course, a lot more fun. There, there's my add-on right there. Mm. And then just to, to piggyback on the lube 
The audience is cheering for you. Thank you. Yes, tell us about the lube. The lube is, you know, everybody has to find lube, but you know, that's one of the benefits of being Greek. You come lubed up from birth. It's fantastic. Are you saying, Irene, that your pussy is pre-lubed at all times? Uh, my, my, well, it was until I got married, sweetie. Shade. Your poor yeah. husband. Poor husband. Well, you know what? It's not my fault. He stopped fucking me, sweetie. What, has he? Is that true? No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, it kind of is. You know, when you've been married forever, I think uh, that that's just one of the uh, side effects of marriage. There's less sex. Yeah. There's how many sex. years has it been now? Um, how many years? Why do you assume it's years, Adam? That's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been years. Has it been? Are you guys You're been together? Such a bitch, sweetie. No, no. How many years have you two been married? Not oh. since you got fucked. Oh my God! See, I'm just in my own. You went head right there, this. yeah. <laughs> I went right there. This in therapy would be me just anyway projecting. Um, so yeah, no, I. Uh, it's been uh, about I want to say 14 years now. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, um, JB. Irene sounds super loud to me. I had to turn her down in my headphones, but if her levels are good, then just I'll deal with it. I just want to make sure that she's not blowing away the listeners. I know she'd like to blow some of the I'd listeners. I'd love to blow the listeners. I was just going to step on that. Yeah. Absolutely. I stepped on it. Irene, uh, speaking of my listeners, please tell my listeners what was so fucking important today that you could not be in studio like you promised you would be and oh, instead my. are talking to us from the island of Staten. I know. Very glamorous. Well, I would rather be in the studio, as you well know, simply because I love looking at your eye candy and the snacks are delicious, okay? Instead, <laughs> I'm in what looks like a sauna on Staten Island, which is like fancy for garbage dump, okay? And the reason why I couldn't come in is because right after this, I have to go to a, an event with my husband, who's a retired firefighter for 9-11. They're doing like a whole prelude thing oh, to 9-11. That's a so, good yeah. reason. Fair enough. Yeah. So thank him. Please thank him for his service. I will. <clears throat> to 9-11 and to the country, but not to my vagina. Let's not forget <laughs> that. Hey-o. In fact, here's, here's what it sounded like uh, the last time Irene had sex. <laughs> oh, this cake is delicious. <laughs> We have that permanently on our soundboard. Oh, my God. I love that. That was so much fun. I love this show. <laughs> anytime anytime we need the sound of a woman orgasming, we could, you're our go-to. <laughs> Irene, how are you? And more importantly, how are your tits? Uh, my tits are uh, – they're doing okay, actually. I'm surprised. But, you know, I keep them, you know um, – Pinned in at night. That's what I call it. I sleep with a bra on. Because do you I'm really? Not let them sag. If it's if it's the last thing I do, and uh, I'm doing okay, but my tits are doing great. Good. I'm, protect I'm, protect those things. They yeah, are yeah. beautiful. The rack is important, sweetie. You know, it's like the you know your 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 glutes are important to you, and you've got a fine looking set of buns. And for <laughs> me, it's my rack. Irene is more appreciative of my ass than any <laughs> human being, man or woman. I wish you could talk to my sister. Same more than your parents. Who <laughs> last week said to me, "You're an old man. Nobody <gasps> wants to see your ass." Oh, my God. Why would she say such a horrifyingly untrue thing, okay? She's... What we need is more ass, okay? No one can even come close to your ass. Oh, oh, hold on, hold ass on, hold on. Ass open to the wind. I come... When, when we meet uh, Miss Irene, you will. we will do a competition. Mine definitely... Yeah, Steve has a really big bubbly butt. 
And you haven't met him yet, Irene. But it's nice to meet you, Irene. You do, Steve? That sounds very exciting. I mean, our tits are probably comparable too, but I'll go with my ass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, my tits are very. They're like two small asses. Yeah, Joan. Irene's tits look like a butt. Like you just want to rub your face in them and go. That's right. You want to. It's amazing. A paratrooper all over again. You want to do this to her tits. Uh, Irene, what, what, have, what have been the highs and lows of your summer now that it's uh, ending? Well, one of the lows of my summer is that my husband is literally the whitest guy um, alive. His name, I, I, he's like powder. He's literally transparent. I have the guy just follow me around and I use him as portable lighting. Why don't you so send him out into the sun? My age and we can never do something fun in the sun is where I'm going with this. Is he a ginger? Yeah. Uh, he is a ginger, oh. now blonde. You know how gingers turn blonde? Yes. You know, they've, they've got it made. So um, so we always have to do something dank, like go camping during the <laughs> summer. And um, I got Lyme disease again. Thanks, honey. Fuck off. Oh, you know no, I mean? really? Like twice now. Oh, that this summer you got Lyme disease. I, I have Lyme disease, yeah. That can be really serious, I've heard. Yeah, it can be serious, but, uh, you know, I'm uh, fighting it as hard as I can. Are you exhausted you know? all the time? Uh, you know what? No, I'm not. It's I, it's funny. I just feel like sometimes I have these moments where I feel really exhausted and depleted, but um, then I just do a bump or take an Adderall and I feel fine. It's amazing. Atta girl. <laughs> now, now you're talking Steve's uh-huh. language. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That sucks. So yeah. did anything good happen this summer? Uh, you know, I really haven't enjoyed my summer that much. I've been working a lot, but I am going to the Hamptons uh, tomorrow, not tomorrow, on Sunday, for Sunday to Monday. Yeah, tomorrow, Sunday. I'm going tomorrow until Monday um, to visit a friend of mine, so I'm excited about it. The Hamptons, darling. Which Hamptons? Darling. I, I'm not sure. It's, I don't know where I'm going. I just have the address. What's the address? Uh, I could tell you. It, it's uh, 25 Sandra Road. Oh, I don't know where that is. Maybe Bridgehampton. That's right. I just told everybody, but yeah, 25 Sandra Road. I'm going to visit a friend of mine. So that should be fun. Bonfire. Are you taking the train? I'm sorry? Are you taking the train or you're driving? I'm driving. Because you live in Staten Island, so of course you have a car. Oh, my. I have. I need a car. You know, I had a terrible experience two days ago. I went in to do a spot, and you know how I feel about comedy. I mean, I really need to quit. Uh, You did it. Yeah. You did your album. You never went back. I'm still in the game because I have what? I I don't understand why I'm stuck. You can't stop. I can't stop. I'm chasing the dragon. It's horrifying. But um, (laughs) I, I actually went in to do a spot, and on my way home, I uh, got stuck on the New Jersey tra- um, the New Jersey Turnpike mm. for like four hours. I blew out a tire. Oh my god! I know it was really scary. But within five minutes, the hottest guy—he looked like he was like from Chippendales or some shit—he comes over and he helps and changes my tire. It was unbelievable. He Out was, of the blue. Was he just a random driver? Yeah. I mean, I was like, this guy could possibly hit me over the head with a shovel if I'm lucky. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. He was hot as shit. Yeah. How so, did you um, thank him, Irene? How did I what? How did you thank him? How did I thank him? I Venmoed him. I offered him a reach around, but he declined. I was Aww. like, okay, do you have Venmo? That's. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun with the soundboard today. Um, well, thank God for him. For You yeah. know, if you weren't a hot chick, that would have never happened. Uh, oh, well, thank you, he, sweetie. He thought he was going to get some. Well, he was half my age, so I don't know if he thought I was hot chick. Listen, uh, guys half your age would have no problem betting you. Really? Okay, B-E-D-D-I-N-G, not betting see, you. 
No, I know what you meant, sweetie, and that's I'll take that as a full-fledged compliment, you know? I, me too, who? What? What about me too is what I say, sweetie. Let me ask you this. You you identify as a liberal, right? You're like a liberal Democrat. Yes, I but am. But you live in Staten Island, yes. which is like the Trumpiest part of New York City. Mm-hmm. How How do you survive there, and like, what do you talk about with your neighbors? Uh, well, it's a lot of alcohol with Xanax at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I actually think it, it was tough in the beginning because, you know, it was the only New York City borough that actually went rogue and voted Trump in. I mean, I saw Hillary Clinton signs with bullet holes in them. I'm not exaggerating. I believe you. Okay. Staten Island's this fucking is, terrifying. This is how Trump, Trump supported there. But I think they're actually – some people at least are coming around, not in my neighborhood. So I basically don't speak to anybody at all. But I, you know – um, I just I communicate with the dogs on the block. That's how I operate. I just pet the dogs a lot. <laughs> the dogs are Biden supporters. But seriously, like, do you live there just because your husband lives there? Like, whose choice was it to live in Staten Island? Well, my husband is from Staten Island. He's like born and raised. Obviously, I would never live here unless. Now that's love, right? Moving yeah. To Staten Island for a guy. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, it really is. So, but but it's interesting. A lot of people are kind of like starting to move toward the left here too, believe it or not. Good. Yeah, I do yeah. know that and uh, and I'm thankful for it. But I just – and I know that we can't all live in a place where every single person yeah. believes what we do. Right, yeah. But my god, when I see a Trump flag, I literally feel unsafe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as you should. You know, when I see a Trump flag, I just feel my uterus being ripped right out of me. You know exactly. What I, mean? I feel like we all feel like these – because it's to me, it's no different than uh, like a swastika. That's Seriously. right. Yeah. It because really you, we're not supposed to have thing. flags to people. We're only supposed to have flags to the United States of America. Exactly. There are no fucking yeah. Biden flags. There were never Hillary Clinton flags. We don't worship people in this country. Right. We right. worship ideas. Exactly. You're oh, it's so right. scary. Um, it seems uh, very despotic to, you know, like you're, it's, it's like you're fascism. glorifying. Yeah, exactly. Fascism. Exactly. Irene, you for a time had a very good podcast with Frank Conniff called Mother May I. And I see that your latest episode was like February. Yeah. So what happened? Okay. So what happened was that Frank and I did it over, um, over the pandemic because we wanted to stay connected and we wanted to be able to be creative. And then, um, the world reopened and we both got so busy that we had to discontinue doing it. I mean, well, it's on, I call it extended hiatus. We're like on this extended furlough, but we may come back soon. I don't know how soon, but it was definitely really fun. And I tried to get you on a few times. Yes. I've never been booked. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I tried to get you on. Shade. No. And Frank didn't want me. No, we tried to get you on so many times and you couldn't do no, it. No, it's true. You did. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Frank Conniff is TV's Frank yeah. from Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. And uh, I love him. He used to be John Fugelsang's co-host and we need to get yeah. him on this podcast. Absolutely. He'd love to do it. Are you kidding me? Um, so you're sick of comedy, but you're still doing it. Are you, you know, yeah. because I got to a point, and I don't know if you're feeling this way, where I was like, if I'm not famous by this age, yeah, I'm not going to be. Right, And I'm not going to get any bigger or more successful at it than I am. And I'm also probably not going to get any better at it. Like, I'm as good as I'm going to get. Do you feel that sometimes? No, I don't agree that about you. You're so talented. I I think you could have continued to grow. But um, in terms of, like, everything that you talk about, you're hilarious and so smart. 
um, and you have a stunning, staggeringly hot ass. I'm always going to throw that in there. So uh, that Bottom. said, sweetie, um, I do feel the fame thing, though, but I don't know that I'm doing it to become famous. I just want something for my posterity so I can say, you know what, I've done these I've, I've, I've dedicated like over 20 years to this career. I just need something for me, you know? So, yeah, well, it's a creative so, outlet yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I really do have a love-hate relationship with stand-up, which is why I just shot a, a, my special and I said then I was going to dip out after the special. But um, I'm just trying to... I'm working on other projects, like trying to work on pilots with other people and hopefully something, you know, sells. I'd like to leave with some money in my pocket uh, yeah. because I'm in the hole. You know what I mean? I'm just like pushing know. daisies after all these years. When and know. where is the special airing? Um, the special is being edited now and it's going to drop on YouTube with our label, actually. Um, 800 pound gorilla. 800 pound. They're doing album specials. And then I'm going to um, uh, try to farm it out to like Showtime or, 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 or put something together and try to put it on Amazon Prime or something. I'm doing Good it myself. Luck. Good yeah. luck, baby. Yeah. I can't Thanks, wait to honey. see it. All right, Thank in the time you. remaining, mm-hmm. Irene, it's time to play everyone's favorite game, Ask Me No Questions. Ask Me No Questions. Ask Me No Questions. Yeah. What is your actual bra size? My actual bra size is 36C. Wow, that is perfect. Yeah. That's, a That's the ideal. Okay. She really has the best tits of mm-hmm. anyone. Um, Thank you, baby. What's something that pisses you off on a daily basis? Um, uh, the fact that I have to pee every five seconds. I'm sorry. I know that sounds vacuous and shallow. No, not really. Yeah. It, do you have a medical problem or is this just age? No, actually, you know what? Okay. <laughs> It's, this is what happens when you don't Kegel enough, um. okay? I have to start Kegeling. No, actually, I want to change my answer. Okay. To um, traffic. I have a problem with road rage. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had a car, sorry, I, would, I, I, I would definitely have shot someone or myself by now yeah. if I had to drive in the city. <laughs> it's violent. Um, are you into sex toys? And if so, what's your favorite toy? I do. I have the uh, bullet vibrator, and it's fantastic. It's oh. compact. You know, you can take it wherever you go. Rub one out for medicinal purposes in the bathroom while you're waiting for your hamburger or whatever uh, the hell you're doing in the restaurant. Uh, sure. Good for you. Sweetie. On the go, to go. You know, I recently acquired a sex toy. Someone gave yeah. it to me. And it's uh, basically like a fleshlight, but it's electric. It vibrates uh-huh. and kind of like sucks on your dick. And really? it feels good, but it's so much work. Yeah. Like, you have to clean it afterwards, and it's really hard to clean, and it's heavy. And I'm like, you know, my hand works, too. Yeah, I don't see why I need this. Well, you know what? I'm going to get one for my husband so he can see how hard it is for a woman to actually have to suck a dick. Because that's a lot harder. It has you five different it. settings. You, know I mean? you yeah, can change the settings. speed and the suction. Wow. And the, yeah. um, what's the best advice your mom or dad ever gave you, speaking of sex toys? Uh, okay, I think my mother's best, the, the best advice my mother ever gave me was when she said that, uh, she told me that every, I wanted everyone to really like me, and she said, not everybody will, but it's okay. That was really that good That is good advice. advice, yeah. I do. And uh, my father on his deathbed said that no one's better than you, and I was shaking his lifeless body to hear it again. But yes, that was the <laughs> I was like, what was that? <laughs> You're not going to die a, on me now. What a sweet <laughs> thing to say, though. That's yeah, lovely. Was, God, I yeah. would never hear that from either of my parents. Um What's a joke you used to tell on stage and you can't anymore because you're afraid to get canceled? Um, 
Okay, I think uh, the Hillary Clinton joke that I do when I talk about um, Hillary uh, Clinton had somebody else suck dick for her to get up on the to get on the top. Um, it's it's not the '90s anymore. It's all about delegating. I think that joke. I couldn't do that. A because she's out of office and has been. And, uh, you know, the media. Yeah, it feels a little uh, old. Yeah, it does feel a little old and also like it feels a little um, Me Too-ish. Yeah, but I still think you could definitely get a laugh in Staten Island with that joke. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, uh, yeah, I mean, I could on Staten Island, but you know what? Do I want that to be my go-to? You know what I mean, right. sweetie? Yeah, you get to a point where your own jokes, there are certain jokes where you're like, yeah. ugh, I can't do that anymore. It's too stupid. You know, I feel that way about most of my material. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. Uh, Listen, that's just one. If I if I I, if I had to scour my material, I'd have at least fifty jokes. Believe me, that I can't do anymore. When I go back to my first album, which I recorded in 2015, there's a lot of cringy material that I'm like, oy vey, someone's gonna fucking cancel me when they hear this. Um, (laughs) What's your favorite sexual position? Uh, My sexual position is. um, I picture uh, you on top. Uh, I am on top, right. It's called The Special. I did have a name for it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Steve's the luckiest guy alive. And it was on top. I, you know, I did the uh, multitasking where I was working my quads and glutes and fucking my husband simultaneously. It's really... So are you... I, I highly recommend I'm it. I'm trying to picture this. Are you like yeah. squatting over him? Yes, I am. And only a person that has wonderful glutes would understand what's being done. <laughs> and, okay? Are you and facing would, him or are you facing away? It's almost like you're on a camping trip and you're trying to take a shit, except there's a dick in your vagina. You can just make it really lucid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're my favorite guest. <laughs> That's hilarious, especially because I'm about to go on a camping trip. I probably will be in that position. Um, I love you. If you had to fuck one you. female celebrity, who would it be? Oh, this is interesting. Okay, if I had to fuck one female celebrity, who would it be? I mean... I wouldn't kick J-Lo out of bed. She's mm. pretty hot. You, you really know? are into the ass. Right. I would bury myself. But um, let me see who – there was somebody, and I can't think of her right now. I, I mean, you. Oh, I think you've asked this question before. I've asked you if you ever had done anything with a okay, girl, and right. I think you said only kissing. Yeah, right. That was right. Yep, only kissing. But who would I actually – I'm trying to think. Like she's so Did, hot. Were you talking about Jessica Chastain before? No, was was, I mean, no, you guys. Weren't you like the about gingers. Her. I like the gingers. I really do. So interesting. Yeah. It's so interesting. you would like Jessica Chastain's pussy, is what you're saying? I mean, I don't know if I would like. I mean, it would be like different for me. But if I had a couple of drinks in me, I mean, sure, why not? You know, I mean, let's. I think 69ing is more fair. You know what I mean? I don't think I need to be buried in somebody's twat when I'm not getting mine eaten. You know, I just like. All right, last question. I asked. I had. uh, I asked Kevin Israel this last week, so I'm going to ask you to describe your pubic situation: full bush, trimmed hedge, or hardwood floor. Okay, I'm going to just say this, okay? It's, um, it needs, I need chemotherapy to clean my shit up, all right? Just, You're a full bush a, right now. So I'm full bush. That's you know what, what Kevin I mean? said. Both of you yeah. are b- bushy right now. We're full bush, and it's making a comeback, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> seriously? Who needs to look like, you know, you just came out of, you know, chemo? I do. I do, love sweetie. that chemo pubic look. I think it's very hot. Joanne, I mean, Joanne, I keep calling you fucking Joanne because I always have you and Joanne on together. Irene. Right. How yes. can people follow you, Irene Bremis, on social media? 
Irene Bremis. Well, you can go to at Joanne Fallon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, at Irene Bremis 13 on Twitter, at Irene Bremis on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I'm not on TikTok. I'm a holdout. I'm not doing it. Okay. Good for it. you. Yeah, I adore you. It. Please be in I studio next time so I can bury my face yes, in your luscious me. 36C breasts. I, well, it's going to be hard when I'm burying my face in your ass, but we'll figure something out, sweetie. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, love I you. love you. Stephen Bye. JB, plug Bye. yourselves. Cub Mexi on Instagram and Steve Cesaro Medina on Facebook. Uh, only stocking Anarchy 12, only on Instagram. Thank you so much. We are back live next week with Matthew Rettenmund, who will be telling us about his Encyclopedia Madonica. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me, me, myself, on Twitter and Insta at Adam Sank and on TikTok at Adam Sank Official. Bye. I love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.